is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Big pod. Big, 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 big. Wednesday. Yum, pods. Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Do you like Mars pods or Snickers? Snickers oh pods. Oh, my God. I gladly agree on something. My mother makes homemade pods. <gasps> yeah. So she gets biscuit and, like, turns it in. Like, she microwaves them. Yes. And ter- makes a little curve in them. And then she slow cooks caramel, which we've talked about before. I've heard, yeah. Milk makes caramel. <laughs> and so she makes these caramel homemade pods and they are redonkulous, mate. I saw on TikTok someone doing a similar thing but not like little pods, like mm. giant hand-sized <sighs> pods. Oh yeah. Oh, there's no such thing as too much pod. Oh, yum. Um, anyway. All right. Anyway, podcast. <laughs> uh, the woman who was the seat filler at the Grammys who overheard the Ben Affleck J-Lo tiff. Yeah, because everyone's saying that she was scolding him, which maybe she was, but Anna who was beside them when it was happening, gives us a little bit of an insight. Uh, we also asked the question, what did you fix with sticky tape? And continue Cliffo and Bronte's winniest winner, yes. the search for Queensland's biggest ever winner. It's nice that there's lots of winners out there, mm. lots of people winning competitions and things. Only one can be crowned the winniest, though. Mm. Winniest? Um, winniest <laughs> winner. I'm the weeniest. It continues on the pod, hang about, Cliffo and Bronte. This is Clickbait Cliffo. On hit. What are you clicking on this morning? You're welcome. Yeah. I'll click the clickbait so you don't have to. <laughs> uh, how's this for a headline? If you're ditching me, it could be a mistake. Yep. Oh, my God. They stole your line. The line I've been using all morning. What? Mistake. <laughs> this is a big Queensland story today. This is all over the Courier Mail. Okay. New research shows you're better off tucking into a humble steak sandwich rather than a trendy plant-based meat alternative. Really? Research has found that meat alternatives can be higher in sugar and are often lacking important nutrients. I've heard this, actually. Found in real meat. Mm. Super processed. Really processed. Doesn't give you, like you said, the nutrients that your body needs. Um, A dietitian named Dr. Daisy Cole Mm. said relying on meat-only alternatives could lead to nutrient deficiencies in the body. Really? This this, this is probably hitting home for you too because of those vegan vibes you give off. No, that is honestly the most offensive thing my boyfriend Dylan has ever said to me was in the beginning. It's one of the first things he said. Ever said to me was... You give off vegan or vegetarian vibes. I reckon you do give off vegan vibes. What are you talking about? She's so healthy all the time. Yeah, I'm healthy until I tuck into a rare steak But for I dinner. never see that. <laughs> for I'm good not with reason. you at dinner time. I've told you no. Well, this is good news for you. <laughs> the steak sandwich, better for you. The humble steak sandwich, better for you than plant-based meat alternatives. Now they just need to prove the health benefits of the half a dozen or so schooners that wash it down and we're ace. Uh, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, who has much less to contribute than Anna, the Grammy seat filler. We but, don't know that. Uh, it's a good story. Maybe so he was there. Want to get him on. Friend of the show. You can hear this guy after us if you're listening in central Queensland. Um, and he's also doing weekends on the Hit Network. So you hear him all the time. His name's Sarge. And he's on the phone right now. Morning, Sarge. Cliffo and Bronte. Good morning, guys. I'm actually filling in for Harry this afternoon, too. Stop. Oh, you're, so you're, you're in the Arvo's 
Savo. You're everywhere. This is, well, thank you for getting up early for us because we saw something on social media and we're actually going to whack this on our socials at Cliffo and Bronte. Now, it involved you, uh, it involved a friend of yours who is a woman, and it involved a roll of sticky tape. Can you tell us this, what went down? Is this safe to air? Just double checking. We can. Is, yeah, this, I think this is uh, PG <laughs> enough to air. The way the way you described that, it doesn't sound like it's no. appropriate, but we'll go ahead anyway. No, look, I was in the car with my partner. Uh, she reversed out of the driveway. And you know those little green electrical boxes that, I don't know, would be yeah. like half a metre high? Yes. Yeah. Well, she reversed into that and it clipped the right-hand front um, of the car. Mm. And we thought, oh, okay, that's all right. It's just a little bump, um, nothing to worry about too much. But uh, we, we get out of the car, we have a look at it, and the entire front and side plastic bumper had ripped off. Oh, no. So I say, is there any sticky tape? Do you have any like gaffer tape or duct tape in the car? And she goes, yes. I'm like, fantastic. This is great. Um, she goes to the car, she picks it up, but she picks up what I could only describe as the sort of sticky tape that you would use in kindergarten art class. I thought it looked like the roll you'd use to like wrap presents. That's and stuff. what I thought as well. Like a very little roll. <laughs> On just a little that dispenser. Little dispenser, just plain old clear sticky tape. And then, yeah. I mean, you've done the inevitable. <laughs> like these things are tiny. They, they'd be about five centimetres in length. Anyway, we, we literally stick together the car with this tiny piece of sticky tape, we get to the shops, um, we pick up our groceries and we get back to the house in one piece. Nothing falls off, it's all good. Sticky tape fixed the front of a car. So all of the pieces of sticky tape were still attached on the car. Oh, just, only just, but we made it back. my gosh. (laughs) I've watched the V8 supercars before where, you know, the cars will crash or whatever and they pull out the big rolls of sticky tape. But I I just love the idea of fixing something that's quite solid, quite serious, like up there, like with a motor vehicle or whatever. Mm. But I love the idea of fixing it with sticky tape. And I've had a similar situation, and mine was recently when I was moving from Canberra to where we are now, Mm. and... It was literally the night before I was moving out of this house. I had cleaned out my room. My new housemate was about to move in. And my blind that you like would pull up, it was like a, on a chain. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I had this thought. I was like, I'm going to pull the window shade up so when the roommate comes in, it's nice and bright mm. in the morning. Pulled the chain, snapped the chain and was like... <gasps> Oh, my God. I'm going to go with the George Sargent method of Sticky taping it back together. <laughs> Sticky taping it back together. Another Eventually one. had to pay for it, but solved it for the night, which was good. Look, 131060, can we put it out there? What have you fixed with sticky tape? Or what's mm. someone fixed with sticky tape? We're talking fixing blinds yep. with sticky tape. Vehicles. We're talking fixing vehicles Who with sticky tape. What has been fixed with the good old-fashioned roll of sticky tape? Or maybe you even went a bit more serious and you had a roll of gaff or oh, something like that. must like, be nice. Mate, that stuff like, is like concrete. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Uh, nothing's undoing it. Um, good luck with the car, Sarge. I would recommend taking it to a panel beater. Yeah, I think it's booked in today okay. and they're going to be very, very surprised when there's a clump of sticky tape just holding yeah. the entire thing together. They're going to have to get out the thinners or something to remove the sticky yeah. tape residue first. But, um, this is a problem. 131060, give us a call. Rebecca, what did you fix with sticky tape? Um, yeah, I went all good Harry Potter style and fixed my glasses with sticky tape. Oh, cute. Like the little joint in the middle between the two lenses? Yeah. 
How long did they stay like that for? Uh, for a couple of months until I bought you one. You're a wizard, Rebecca. I love that. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. Haley's here. Haley, what did you fix with sticky tape? We actually fixed the screening door with sticky tape. How? Because it broke. Like um, like the like the latch. It wasn't working. So we had to fix it. I don't know if I'd be fixing the security door <laughs> don't, with sticky tape. Yeah, don't tell us where you live. I Hayley. don't like that. Ain't crim safe? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that ain't crim safe. That's what they say. Uh, Karen on thirteen ten sixty. What did you fix with sticky tape? Uh, oh, the hems on my clothes. Oh, that's very industrious. I've seen people do this. Really? You're to not, bring not up so the them. hem. <laughs> So the hem on my clothes, yep, yeah. and the st- sticky tape's really good. It'll go through the machine. It'll stay there forever. Oh, there really? you go. I mean, who needs a who needs a sewing machine or to learn the art of sewing? No. When Karen has a roll of sticky tape <laughs> ready to hem her jeans. <laughs> <laughs> $150 cash on the line. Brooke v. Bronte today. Brooke, this is very Bob Ross of you. You do paint by numbers. I do. I, I enjoy it very much. Is it good for relaxation and, like, quietening the mind? Relaxation, I like to hope so, but when you miss the line, it's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like Brooke. I like that. It's supposed to be stress relieving. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not when you're not perfect at it. No. I get it, Brooke. I get it. Uh, let's have a crack at it. Let's see if you're perfect at this game today. All right, good luck. You're usually pretty good, you reckon, um, when you play along on the radio. Bronte's going into the soundproof. Bye. And for you, Brooke, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock, mate. You good to go? Yeah, I'm good to go. All right, best of luck. Time starts now. What term describes someone who can use both hands equally well? Ampidextrous. In darts, how many points do you get if you hit the circle outside the bullseye? Pass. What is the name of the young girl Casper befriends in Casper the Friendly Ghost? Pass. True or false, white cats are often deaf. Pass. Uh, false. Uh, what sport features moguls on a slope? Moguls on a slope. Pass. Any idea? Yeah, out of time. Yeah. Too many passes today, bro. <laughs> all good, all good. There's some tough ones in there. We'll see how Langers goes. It is worth 150 bucks, and she's out of the soundproof booth, smiling, almost walking oh. into the studio with a bit of a spring in her step, a bit no. of a skip. It's honestly a grimace because I am in so much pain. My calves are, like, seizing up all day, so... Well, from? Um, car phrases. Okay, all right. All right, let's Did not get into ask? that. Let's not get into that in the middle of a, a game. <laughs> let's That's... rack up the 30 seconds. Okay. Are you good to go? Kind of. Uh, okay, Bronte Langbrook, yep. 30 seconds starts now. What term describes someone who can use both hands equally well? Ambidextrous. In darts, how many points do you get if you hit the circle outside the bullseye? Ten. What is the name of the young girl Casper befriends in Casper the Friendly Ghost? Wendy. True or false, white cats are often deaf. False. What sport features moguls on a slope? Skiing. Moguls on a slope. It's a guess, isn't it? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not feeling confident. Producer Alicia, how did we go? So someone who what? uses both hands is ambidextrous. Both of you got that one correct. Uh, the outer circle from the bullseye, you get 25 points if you hit that in darts. Neither of you got that one. Um, Casper's friend is Wendy. Bronte got that one correct. Broke past. And white cats are often deaf. That's true. There's a gene um, that makes them white that can cause deafness. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, Did we get that right? Uh, neither of you got that one oh. correct. You both said false. And uh, moguls on a slope is skiing or snowboarding. Bronte got that one correct. Oh. Bronte's taking it out. By two points. Sorry, Brooke. Sorry, Brooke. Thanks very much. I have a sixth question for Brooke. Um, Mm -hmm. Because often people, when they read my name, Bronte, they still say Brooke. When people read your name, Brooke, do they say Bronte? (laughs) Yeah. No, they don't. Don't lie. (laughs) Don't make her feel better. So my lovely sister and a couple of my friends were up over the weekend, as we know, uh, for my birthday, celebrating. One of the things that I was most worried about hosting, I spoke about how I get a bit anxious when I have to host people, was the fact they were staying with me in my one-bedroom studio apartment for the Mm. entire weekend. And I think, I don't know about you, Everything about your interior and your decorate, like how you decide to decorate your apartment, feels so under the microscope when someone Bronte, else comes to town. I have small children. Like our decorating is paint on the walls, paint on the drawing <laughs> on the walls, like toys, I'm strategically like, strewn all over the floor. Yeah, I mean, Real maybe feng shui. that would have been better because I thought I had my apartment pretty straight and was. Happy with how it was looking, color scheme wise. You still got the Christmas tree up? The I've, uh, it's not a Christmas tree. It's the a leafless light. <laughs> light Christmas tree thing. Yes, it's in the corner. It's been pronged up, so it looks like just like a light sculpture. Okay, I'll send you a photo. It looks really nice every night. <laughs> and so I thought that maybe they would notice that. They would notice that I've taken the bath mat out from under the toilet, which is something I've yeah. spoken about before. That's not my vibe anymore. I'm not grandma vibes. Yeah. But there's something that I forgot about and it's on my bed and the shame that I experience from my guests about this decoration is making me decide is I have to decide whether I need to throw it out or not. Well they they're gone now. They're gone now forever. <laughs> Out of my life. <laughs> Not to be welcomed back after the weekend just gone. If you go to Cliff on Bronte on Instagram, you'll see what I'm talking about. I've dubbed it the scratching pillow. Now, the scratching pillow. Yeah. You might think that this would be something that a cat would scratch on. Yeah. I don't have a cat. What this pillow is, is oh, I like. I can see it. <laughs> it does look like something your cat's attack. <laughs> it's not a cat. It's me. It's a big, like, European pillow, so one of those big square pillows that often are used as, like, decor on a bed. Yeah, yeah. And it's got a white pillowcase over it. The pillow's old. I'm not telling you how old it is because you'll tell me to throw it out. It's gone yellow. Like, it's a yellow stage of pillow. It doesn't matter. People will see. What I do in the night is I scratch the pillow without I'm, – I'm asleep. Mm. But there was one tear in the pillowcase a couple of months ago and then during the night because I hug this pillow. Oh, it's a huggy pillow. Yeah. Sometimes, I'm a huggy pillow guy yeah, too. It you got to have be a huggy around pillow. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've got nails and sometimes my nails get into the tears of the pillow and in the night I can hear myself scratching <gasps> the pillow open. But to me – the pillow's wow. still good. I just have to flip the pillow so you can't see all of the scratches. 
just looking at this pillow yeah. and how you have scratched it to death. Like it's gone. Oh no, it's still it's still- nah, it's gone. <laughs> like I'm just glad I'm not your boyfriend. <laughs> glad it'd be missing chunks. <laughs> Alpha Bucks, it's worth $1,000 e-dues and it plays Thursday morning after 8am. Yes, and your clue for tomorrow, we have lamp. You are a lamp girl. I love lamp. I love lamp. I love lamp. I love carpet. What do you mean I'm a lamp girl? Well, you got lamps. You've told me that you're a lamp girl. You're I'm, not. You're not huge on the floodlighting and whatnot. You no. you like a lamp. Okay, I'm glad that you were listening I've, because yeah. yes, I like warm lighting. I hate using the big ceiling lights in my apartment. You'll only ever see my lamps on. You are correct. There you go, lamp. Have you been stalking I me? I love lamp. <laughs> yeah, but that's not related to Alpha Box, which returns <laughs> on Thursday morning after eight on Hits and Listener. On the hunt to crown Queensland's winniest winner, a bit of a journey that we've taken since Monday, mm. starting with someone winning something through Macca's Monopoly, a barbecue yep. pack valued at $800, and trumped <laughs> yesterday by someone who won an all-expenses-paid trip to the Brisbane AFL Grand Final that in 2020. Was, that was Brett. That's right. Uh, I was lucky enough to win the AFL Grand Final tickets down in uh, Brisbane for the first time. Oh, in 2020. Oh, for the sold-out game at the Gabba. Thank you. Dad. Good on you, Dad. <laughs> Good on you, Dad. Dad's a winner. So the idea is we want to see how big we can get yes. by the end of the week. We want the biggest prize in Queensland history. That someone has ever won. By the end of the week. Okay. Yep. So third 131060, our benchmark at the moment, I think, is very beatable. It's the AFL grand final trip. Around 3K, we think. Um, Trin is here. Trin, can you beat it? I can. Um, so I won a competition through the lot, which is the lotto. Yeah. And they were running a um, promotion of the who has been separated due to corona and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And I... Haven't seen my best friend in 10 years. She lives in Wagga. I'm up here. Yeah. And I was supposed to go down for her 40th birthday, but of course, COVID and border restrictions and stuff, we couldn't go. Mm. And so the lotto flew me and my daughter with a film crew in tow. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so we just turned up on her front doorstep on a random Thursday morning. <laughs> oh. And like they put us up, they did all the flights, the accommodation, um, the whole kit and caboodle, and it was amazing. And like we were on YouTube, we were on promo ads for the lotto. Does I it... think our photo is still on the lotto website. That's it's so awesome. Cool. It's so good. Does it beat the trip to the AFL Grand Final? Which we valued at about two and a half, three mm. grand, we think. Do you reckon it's well, north was, of three grand? Oh, this was, yeah, definitely north of three grand. And it's priceless. I mean, seeing your best friend who you haven't seen in 10 years in the flesh and making her cry. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I used to live in Wagga Wagga, and I can tell you that it is 
tough to get there. It's like further inland than you think, and so you have to go on regional airline flights, and those they things are creep expect- up. Trent, you're the winner so far, mate. Well done. <laughs> uh, Thanks, guys. So you've, you've beaten the AFL grand final trip, uh, but 131060 is our phone number. Rebecca, can you beat the one we just had? Can you beat Trin with the whole um, sent down to Wagga with the lotto trip? What did you win? I won $5,000 in cash. <laughs> cash money. Good How'd you win 5K? Uh, so I was a big fan of um, Better Homes and Gardens. Yeah, as we all are. And <laughs> Great. Joe and yeah, Awesome. Yeah. Well, they had all different prizes. They had like a caravan, a car, cash, all these other little things. Yeah. I wanted the car. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But... Yeah, when, we ended up winning five grand. Oh, no, car, five grand. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. say no. Better, better the slap no. in the face, isn't it? $5,000. What are we thinking? That's probably better than Wagga. I reckon that. I mean, I love Wagga. Lived in Wagga for a while. Yeah. I'd, so great they named it twice. Uh, I'd take the $5,000 to leave Wagga again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rebecca, you're the winner so far. We're going to keep it open to the end of the week. So if you have a bigger prize... Then the five thousand bucks cash. Uh, get no, ready I've never to. Never won a thing since. No, well, <laughs> hey, you might win this. All right. Less than a week until Valentine's Day. We haven't really spoken about it that much. Are you doing anything? Do you and Mish do anything for the big V Day? Uh, yeah, I'm doing heaps of romantic <laughs> stuff. Oh, you want to keep it a secret, the... obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, I have such <laughs> big, elaborate plans that they have to be kept secret. It's not at all that I haven't thought about. No, of course not. If you're not like Cliffo, uh, in that you're maybe not married, if you're not in a relationship, and you're looking to do something this Valentine's Day, I found something that I just think is so brilliant and it's good for the environment because there is a toilet paper company called Who Gives a Crap? They're available oh, in... Clever name. It is very. I've seen them. Um, they're 100% recycled. And what they have launched just today, for all the single people out there who might have some leftover correspondence from exes in the form of love letters or maybe there's some bad poetry in there, anything that is taking up space and you want to get rid of it out of your life by Valentine's Day... They have launched this thing where that you send them this stuff and they actually turn it into toilet paper. So you can what a win! Flush your ex out of your life and send it down where it belongs. So whatever the correspondence is, yes. could be a marriage certificate. Yeah, could be for a, is that a legal a document? I don't know. Yeah, it is, probably is. I don't know. <laughs> But love letters, that's a good one. Love letters. What about pictures of their face? Yep. Stuff like that. Anything you want, you can send to Who Gives a Crap. They've just launched it this morning. And that way you can just, yeah, get it out of your life and send that stuff down where it belongs. Mm, so you wipe and flush. Wipe and flush and then your ex is out of your life. So you literally mm. sh- shit on them. Yeah. And then flush them. Yeah, yeah. Out of your life. And then I who mean, gives a crap about them? There's a, it's a little like. Maybe a psychologist playing devil's advocate here oh, would say don't. it's not a healthy thing to do. Mm-hmm, but I, mm-hmm. but I tell you what, for all those people who are taking that high moral ground, yeah, sure, it's probably not healthy. <laughs> but, but God, it'll be fun. It's so good for so you. Fun. <laughs> that was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. <laughs>